Welcome to episode two of the Just Listed podcast with Joe from Real Estate by Joe and Company. And I'm Amy Fox from 100.7 Kick FM and Cool 94.3. We're in Alexandria, Minnesota. As we've started to establish, we want to talk about ways to get your home sold faster, which Joe is the expert in. And I've just bought and sold a few homes uh, more often than I probably would have liked to because I find the process so stressful. So I have a lot of questions as someone who has bought and sold homes and probably will sometime again. My anxiety level just goes through the roof. I actually just fear getting into that situation again because I just... I, oh, I just don't like it at all. Um, You just said something that was genius, actually, though. Really, what we should talk about is, like, what's the scary things about selling your home? So, you know what I'm going to do? Is why don't I just ask you as a consumer? Okay. And then I can answer it. First of all, the first house that we tried to sell, we were so upside down on because <laughs> of how the market had changed yep. that... We got talked into having keeping that as a rental okay, and then moving into a nicer neighborhood and house, which is what we did. And it was incredibly scary because I was like, if somebody doesn't pay their rent, what am I going to do? I will have two house payments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. So that actually, so that's part of like one of the scary things right now about the market is people are scared to list their home, like legitimately scared to list their home because they're going I know I listened to you. We got everything ready. It's, you know, it's cute. It's painted. The color is good. The flooring's good. It's staged. But what if it sells? And you're like, well, yeah, that's what we wanted to do, right? That's the goal, right? right? But where do we go? (laughs) Right? Where do we go? Yeah. You probably should have a backup plan of where to go. Right. So where do you usually tell people to go? Because everybody's situation is different. Exactly. So it's... If you're a single person or a couple, different than if you have three kids it's completely up to the consumer like what's their situation and until they they call us and say okay hey we want to meet with you and want to get to know what we want to get to know you interview you and then find out what our house is worth and then we find out what our house is worth we know it's going to sell because we kind of had an idea and you confirmed our idea so then what do we do then because it's all situational like okay what do you have do you have three kids are you staying in the area can you live with in-laws? Do you like your in-laws? Because <laughs> yeah. right? let's be real. You I might think... like them less after. Right. <laughs> or you don't even like them at all. So like, like oh, let's be real. Because I know there's some in-laws that it's like, really? Oh, I couldn't even picture my husband trying to live with either of my parents. No. I couldn't. But we did. that did happen to us. So we um, were trying to buy that next house when we put mm-hmm. our first one up for a rental and we were supposed to close. We had renters that were going to move in to the first house. And the appraisal fell through on, your, on the one we, we were buying. buying because the house across the street had been a foreclosure or oh, something. Oh, brought your value way down. So all of a sudden, <laughs> it wouldn't go through. So we had to um, live 45 minutes away at my husband's parents' house with our two little kids. And I was very pregnant. And with our third, and um, we had to commute every day for, it was only a couple weeks, but still, it wore on you because I'm just like, I just want to move into my house. Moral of the story is where there's a will, there's a way, right? Right. So that's the thing about real estate is like, people ask me all the time, like, what are all the things that could go wrong? And I don't even want to tell them the truth because the truth (laughs) is like everything.
But a good realtor, like our firm or any other good realtor, they're going to tell you things of like how to get over it. And we don't want to jinx it by saying, well, this could go this wrong, this could go this wrong. But you are good at what you do because you find solutions. And for right. instance, the appraisal thing, it's like, okay, what are our options? Okay, the appraisal went bonkers. So can we negotiate with the seller? Like that's option one, negotiate with the seller. Is the seller going to come down? Yes. No, maybe so. Maybe we meet in the middle. Okay, then we get back on track and we redisclose and it's a few days in a hiccup. So it just depends how long is the hiccup. Do you have friends? Do you have in-laws? Yours was two weeks. Yeah. And then where do you put your stuff? So we were lucky that we were able to, on ours, um, create some sort of thing where we could move our stuff into the garage, but we couldn't have access to the actual house until it closed. So we were able to at least move our stuff to that property instead of to a storage place or to in-laws house and then move it again. And we do that a lot. So when we help people buy and sell, because that's probably one of the biggest fears of selling your home. It's like, where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? And we help people sell their home and buy their home and we get them early garage access, obviously with the seller. And we have an addendum. We say like it's a hold harmless clause. They're not liable. They move all their stuff in the garage. They don't have access to the house, but they can move and you just leave your beds. So you sleep in your home the last day and then you load your bed up in the last trailer in the morning. You close in the afternoon. And so it should, in theory, work out perfect. And we get them access generally about two weeks before closing. Okay. So they have two or three weeks, depending on how many kids you have. And that's pretty good. Right. And that's saying that the other person does have somewhere to go and doesn't, you know, has well, the yeah, garage Well, yeah, it's a whole shell game. I don't know mm-hmm. how you guys keep it straight all the time. And then the next one actually for us was a very... Um, scary move. And it was the first time I ran into this where I was moving entire to an entirely new community. Um, So we moved from St. Cloud. But yeah, it was incredibly scary um, because we moved from St. Cloud to Winona and Winona was about three hours away. And how many people did I know in that town? Zero. So I'm used to, I've lived in St. Cloud a long time. I have family around. I have Friends that we can call on for anything, anything we need help with. Well, when you're moving, I mean, let alone a lot of people will move across the country. But yep. for us, it felt like that far. Yeah. Where are we going to buy a house? I don't know the neighborhoods here. Oh. Where will my kids go to school? Uh, you know, who do I go to for this, 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 this? That was very overwhelming. I had so much stress. I think I had an eye twitch for like <laughs> six months straight. <laughs> is that what I get a random eye twitch. Is that what oh, it yeah, is? that's stress. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, usually. Yeah. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. It, it Literally, it went away after I moved into our house and I felt like, okay, everything's signed and sealed and this is our home. Oh, my God. It was weird. <laughs> I didn't know that. Watch I don't randomly get those. So now I know I'm stressed out. <laughs> Apparently, I handle my stress really well because all I get is an eye twitch. Oh, oh! just wait. It could manifest itself into vertigo and panic attacks like I also had with that oh, move. Oh, God. <laughs> like, it's moving is stressful. And I know you know this because you're dealing with people. This is one of the most stressful events that people go through. And some people go through it a lot. And some people only have a couple moves in their life. But it's overwhelming all the little things that have to come together. So if if you're helping someone relocate maybe they're moving here to alexandria and they've mm-hmm. never been here are there some things that you as the real estate agent help them figure out with where they would want to live well number yeah number one is research a realtor like get a local realtor because wherever you're going 
Somebody told me this years ago, and it's so true. As much as there's every corporate franchise and they're going to send you to their buddy on their corporate platform, whatever, the reality is, or you maybe want to use your same realtor and it's only a two and a half hour drive, but it's not likely that they know the market two and a half hours away. Getting a realtor that knows the area because they're going to say, okay, what are you looking for? Amy, what are you looking for? You want to be by churches? You want to be by schools? Do you want to be out in the country a little bit? Do you want to be by the golf course? Mm -hmm. Because then we get to know what you're looking for. I'm thinking of this couple that I did help just find a home and they were golf course and they looked at the house you bought. Oh, really? Yeah. But she was like, no, this is too country for me. That's what she said. (laughs) Well, um, she probably made a good choice. I love it. But we had a bear in our backyard last night and that's not the first time. So yeah, it's a little, that's a first experience for me. Yeah. I would not like a bear in my backyard. So if you don't want country, you got to watch out. Yeah. Because we've had, yeah. She loved the home, right? And we uh-huh. were looking at and they ended up buying like right in town. But it was between the house they bought right in a neighborhood, a family neighborhood, and the golf course neighborhood. And it, what helped them is when I, they wanted to look at that one, I said right away, I was like, ooh, you didn't like the one over on XYZ. Yep. That's a little farther out than that one. And I said, it's a beautiful neighborhood. It's a neighborhood out there. It's pretty, but it's super private. Like, you're in a neighborhood, but you don't feel like it. Right. And it's a drive out of town. And yep. it's, so it gets rural. And she, when we got out there, she's like, yeah, it's too country for me. So that's so funny because that was the opposite situation when we did decide on that home because my husband liked one that was over by the high school. Mm. And it's really it's like, nice over there. Yep. Beautiful Snowbird, homes Redbird, are over there. Is, yeah. But I was like, you know what? Um... I really am at a point where I want my privacy. I don't want to look at building. I don't want to stare into someone's backyard. We'd always been in a little bit tighter neighborhoods. And so that was our choice to go. We're going to add a little drive, but now we're not right on top of each other. So that was the scheme, you know, the thinking that we had. And that's one of my favorite drives. Isn't that road beautiful right now? It's gorgeous every time of year. Beautiful. doesn't matter if it's winter or summer Mm -hmm. or fall. It is a beautiful drive. It is. Yep. I love that drive. But but yeah, you can. So the whole point of it is get a realtor that knows the area. Because if you're moving into an area that you don't know, like, hey, we've never been here. Where do you live? Mm-hmm. How do you know the neighborhood? How do you know you're going to like the neighborhood? Right. Right. That's what's scary. I always think that there should be some sort of um, neighbor uh, interview process. <laughs> On either end. People do that. It's called door knocking. You know that, right? (laughs) No, they do. Oh, yeah. People do that. They drive. like So when you leave the house you look at, if you like the area, like the house, you're like, we like this house. You're totally supposed to creep the neighborhood. And then the guy or the girl or the neighbor (laughs) that knows everything about the neighbors, they're going to see you and they're going to walk down to their mailbox or their garbage can conveniently. So then you're supposed to like pull up. And say, yeah, we're looking at the Joneses house. Kind of going to move to the neighborhood. What do you like? What do you know? Oh, my gosh. I never knew that. I've yeah. never done that. So that's um, But like- I've always wished I could just get a little inside info. Actually, here was the best inside info we had just because someone we work with knew some people in our neighborhood. And she's like, you'd have a lot of fun out there. So oh, and awesome. it was true. So we did our own version of door knocking, I guess. It was yeah. just yeah. kind of that word of mouth. Yep. What do you know about this area? What do you know about that area? Um, But yeah, it is daunting because like you said, you really do have to do a little bit of soul searching within you or, um, you know, whoever you live with about what kind of place you want to live so that you have the right questions for your realtor. Right. And you know what you're looking for. Because if you're just like, I don't know, I'm moving into this town. 
Right. Like you said, if you don't have answers to those questions, you can't be much help. Right. Right. <laughs> no. And you. And the other thing is, too, is like, what do you even ask? Right. Do you even know what you're looking for? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you, you just really have to think about that. Okay. Is there somewhere close to this that I don't want? I don't know. A long drive to work. I just didn't want to drive right through town, even though Alexandria is not like it's a huge town. Right. I wanted like a calm drive. That yeah. was pretty. That's and I it. got it. That's exactly what you got. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I drive down Broadway every day. So I live south of town and my office is on the north end of town. And I never, ever thought. So every, and I, some things you'll notice too, is if you look at everywhere you lived, like generally now you might be an outlier. Generally speaking, you might have a fit of what you're like, you have in a neighborhood or a drive all the time. I looked at everything, every property I've bought and where I've lived, I've always lived South of town. Okay. All of the properties I've owned and where I've lived is always south of town. So then when I bought my building on the north side of town, I was like, I honestly almost thought I'm not buying it. Not because <laughs> I was like, well, I'm always on the south side. But I naturally said to myself, I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not on the north side of town. Like, I don't own anything on the north side of town. I never go to the north side of town. Like, I mean, you do, but you're like, that's right. not what I do. That's not my hangout. Huh. And so I drive, my drive is down Broadway every day. All through the businesses. And there's no way around it. Like, straight stuff. <laughs> not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're kind of our ways, but they're just as long. <laughs> no, and it doesn't. It's not pretty. It's not fun. Right. I mean, you're dodging doors. No. You know, they narrowed the lot, the roadway on Broadway, which is great for consumers to walk. But mm-hmm. I, it's like a death trap trying to get out. Yeah. It, it and makes I shouldn't me say that. Oh, visit Alexandria downtown. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> you want to say that? I love all the businesses downtown. I do. And it's great shopping. It's but, just you got a time getting out of your vehicle at just the right time. That's yeah. Sure. And you got to be wary. I was driving down Broadway one day and there was a door. And I've always thought this in myself. Like, it would be funny to see. And I saw it. Somebody clipped somebody's door and it was all the way up front smashed into their front <gasps> fender. I was like, ooh. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he parked a little ways away from the curb. Like he was out in the lane. Okay. So well. You did it to yourself. Right, because they do make a big area for you to be able to park. So, and I'm the worst parker. And so you're probably, not on Broadway parking. I haven't had that happen to me yet. <laughs> um, so how about just like when you have to move your whole life and all the th- kind of just the business aspect? Um, you know, because I always think like living life, you are almost running a business. You have to figure out your own finances. Um, you're moving services from one home to another home. Maybe you got to change your banking. You're right. obviously gonna if you are moving whole communities, you're probably gonna have to find a new church. You got to figure out where you know kids are gonna go to school. Uh, one thing that we did wrong was somehow we did not keep all of our important documents in one place i thought oh. we did and my husband could not find his social security card to Ooh. save his life and we're here we were starting new jobs and you had to have them right. and so it was just this whole headache that didn't need to be because we had them all we just didn't know where in where the heck we packed them away so that might be a like hack for moving yeah is get a mini safe like you yep. know those like waterproof bulletproof ones that that's like yeah those scary. fire safes yeah mm-hmm. and just put all that in when you're packing so instead of getting a tote a basket i mean you got to get like why you got a mini safe well put all those important documents in there literally just put them in there and lock it yeah so then wherever it is a it's ha- it's heavy you're gonna find it like everybody's gonna be like oh that heavy thing is sitting in the corner right or it's sitting in the front you know you just know where it is yeah locks so the stuff. trunk of your car whatever right. you need right and it's not gonna dump over and right. spill out so you just lock it and you're like okay 
that is the huge one I would tell anybody for my next move. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, make sure you just have everything because, you know, kids starting school, they need birth certificates, birth certificates and Medical vaccination records. records and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how do you find a school? Oh, that was really um, difficult and it's a whole kind of roundabout story because um, our girls, we knew where they were going to go because there's one middle school and one right. high school basically here in Alexandria. So that's where they go. But our son was a wild card because it's based on boundaries and we rented before we bought. Mm-hmm. And that was up near Miltona. Mm-hmm. So he went to Miltona. Great school. And now school. we moved according to where we live instead. Even though we love Miltona, it was just too far out and we weren't living in that community anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. But they were great to him. And right. he's a knucklehead. So, so you thank get- you to everyone in Miltona for putting up with my son. <laughs> great school too there's people that move to just be in that i know i know it is a really cute uh community we loved living there in the rental it was just too small and it wasn't made for that it was supposed to be a temporary situation but Mm -hmm. we went trick-or-treating that year because that was our halloween you know it was like you had to make the best of it for you know wherever you live when you're kind of displaced but some of those are going to end up being our best memories i think so if you were to tell somebody what to do for schooling, obviously they have to look at what's available and there's only one public school in Alexandria, so they have one to pick from, right? Right. And then basically where you ended up living is what dictated what elementary school your kid was going to go to. Yep. Yep. So it's just kind of a transportation thing and I've heard great things about his school. So, I mean, it wasn't really a big concern and because we weren't going to do private, but you know. Those were options too, so I would have done my research if I was looking into that. Right. Um, but Simple yeah, it's, it's a lot. Where would you find something like that if you were? So you were moving here to Alex. Did you ever look up like Google and say Alexandria School District and look into that stuff? Yeah, and then we were looking um, even at the state rankings of public schools and it was listed so highly i mean it was a debate whether to even move here because we didn't have to it was an opportunity oh and um so when we took these jobs we were like wow this seems like a great job opportunity but also look what our kids get with their schools their schools look great and i will tell you from our experience they have been fantastic that's good so i'm really happy that we have relocated here Cool. So yeah. number one is if you're relocating, you're relocating oh, like ways away. Yep. Is one, look at the job. Is the job going to work? Number two, if you have kids, look at the schools. Google the schools and then read the reviews. And, and the state ranking thing, I didn't know that existed. Like there's a state ranking, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so if the schools are good, then okay, that makes it easier. Right? Yep. And it was also athletics too. You know, my kids are really into sports and my daughter plays hockey and we wanted a really good hockey program oh, yeah, that supports huge. girls in hockey. Mm-hmm. And Alexandria's got a very strong girls hockey program. So that was huge. And now um, my oldest daughter plays volleyball and she's, you know, doing very well in that as well. She's a, on JV as a sophomore and awesome. it's been a really good thing. Yeah. It's been really good, but it is overwhelming because you're like, well, what if this kid will get this out of it? But then this isn't so great. And yeah, I don't know. It just turned out for us here. Right. Well, and that's always a risk. I mean, mm-hmm. when you relocate your kids, that's always the risk. And so just being the, that nuclear family, being that support for them, mm-hmm. really, because you need to be, that's the thing you got to be there for your kids as much as you need your support and oh, yeah. as adults, but they're going to need you too. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, when we left St. Cloud and went to Winona, we had to leave our longtime daycare. That was very hard. She was like a second mom. And then oh. um, my oldest daughter was going into fifth grade, but in Winona, that was middle school. So she was panicking 
at starting middle school at fifth grade. And then I got my son into a preschool that ended up closing right after we started. So it's like, you know, it's life. Yeah. But you got to, those are all the things that you try to prepare for with moving, but you can't know. You can't know that this place is going to close down and just try to roll with it. Right. (laughs) And even like daycare. Where do you find daycare? Like, what do people do? Um, I don't, I really don't know because I luckily didn't have to. Well, all of our daycare years were at the same place and that was hard enough. And everyone I talked to has had a difficult time finding daycare. Daycare. So I don't have the answers. Where do they even start? Like, where do you even start? Do you just like, okay, we're going to move here. Schools are good. Can, does who has the list of daycares? I think if you call the county, I was going to say, was, is um, it, you can find out them? the licensed daycare providers. I believe that's a good one. That's what I was told. I found mine through word of mouth. A friend right. lived in a neighborhood of someone, and I needed super super early daycare at the time because of when my husband and I worked, and it luckily worked out. But we were very fortunate because I know a lot of people who have been through trial and error and. Jumping through all kinds of hoops just to find care for their kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is tough. Uh-huh. Really hard. So moral of the story, one of you shouldn't work when you move. <laughs> well, possible. it actually did work out nice that I didn't work right away when we moved. At first, I was like, I've never not worked. But it was like a whole month to six weeks I had off. And it was Great. very liberating because I was able to be there for my kids. Just concentrate on them getting into school. So I would say... If you can give yourself a little buffer right, before you have to start your job, you know, if you're moving on Friday, um, maybe don't start Monday. <laughs> right. Or even if one of you is like, let's say you're moving and you're a couple and one you're moving for one of you to take a job. Maybe the yeah. other person just says, I'm not going to find a job right away. Let's, right. Let's give it. Let's give it four weeks. Let's give it six weeks. Yeah. Just to be yeah. for the transition. If you're able to do that, I would highly mm-hmm. recommend it. Just stress-wise, you know, don't mm-hmm. don't pile it on yet. Um, So, uh, churches, I don't know if that's a super scary thing. I mean, some people are like, who into a church and some people aren't. But finding a new church, I think finding a church is hard anyway. I think so, too, because it's somewhere that once you belong, you really feel like part of that community. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to be a little while before you feel that again. You know, if you're really involved in your church or you really loved the members of your last church, I think that has been a daunting task as well. Um, but the other thing is um, when we were talking about a buffer, um, even just with work or anything or getting your kids acclimated, I think that's kind of what parents do anyway is that. You know, we put ourselves last, but then all of a sudden, all of that was good. And then I was like, okay, um, how do I find people to hang out with now? Besides who you work with, who are also new, but you, I feel like you really have to have good adult friendships. So how do you find adult friendships in a new area? Right. I don't know. So that's the scariest thing, isn't it? It's so scary. Mm -hmm. It's really scary. And I was like, you know, when you get to be uh, the age I am in your 40s, it's like everybody's kind of got established friend groups. They do. You have people that you get together with for football games or for backyard fires or whatever it is. Um, So I guess I have looked at maybe taking some community ed classes just of something that I'd be interested in. Maybe you find other people you're interested in. Go you know to the bar. Go to the bar. Go to the bar. That's my advice. <laughs> Start drinking if right. you haven't. Um, 
my advice as you say that is I think doing things like a if you go to church you're gonna talk to people right yes so that's a way to but your kids in sports yes like so here's a suggestion that just came to me because I'm the creeper mom that sits with my kids during practice all the time I do it because I want to watch them and I literally try to sit in the back so nobody sees me I take some phone calls do some emails and watch my kids like that's all yeah. I want to do and people find me and then they're like hey how's the market let's talk about the market I'm like hey how about Let's do that a different time. <laughs> but it made me think of your situation is use your children. Yes. To go and go to practices. I have you, very blatantly done that. And yeah. especially hockey is great. And everybody yeah. rolls their eyes about hockey. It's not as expensive as you think oh, no. um, for all the time that they spend at it. And it's like a community. So yep. both towns we've moved to. That is how we met people mm-hmm. is actually through hockey first and foremost, because that's the child that was most involved right. in her sport. And also you have whole weekends away because it's travel hockey. So you go to hotels, you, you hang out, people. you get to know people. And when your kid doesn't have a ride, somebody's willing to take them, vice versa. I mean, it's amazing the um, friends that we've met through our right. kids' sports. You're so, absolutely right. Right. And even getting your kids involved. So let's say that your kids aren't into hockey, aren't in sports, but piano mm-hmm. or school groups, any type of school group, so that you can get them involved and in even volunteering in their classroom. Yeah, there you go. So then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's Johnny's mom. Johnny's new to school. And can Johnny come over to my house? Because And then you'll meet Johnny's mom. And, you know, it just kind of happens that way by using your children. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've done that very blatantly and met, have met some of the best people that way. It's awesome. Right. Or, you know, like we said, I made a joke about going to the bar. But if you find things that you like to do and it's in your interest, like I love trivia. Now I'm going to be hosting a trivia night, but I like to go play trivia a mm-hmm. lot. Then you kind of find a community of people who like to do what you like to do. My right. husband loves to play cribbage. He could, you know, join a cribbage night or oh, something yeah. like that. <laughs> I know. Cribbage is like my nemesis. Oh, I, I can't do it. I can't do the math. No, well, I love math, but it like irritates me because they do it so fast, and I like get <laughs> irritated because they're doing it so fast, and I'm trying to do it, and I'm like, stop, stop. Yeah, right. Like, well, this is seven two, and that's seven two. Is that fifteen? Like, shut up. Yeah, the, all the different ways of making fifteen are yeah. what I can't see in my head. My brain doesn't work that way. So I or can, that fast. but not that fast. Right. Sometimes. Like I can do it most of the time, but it's like, shut up. Let me try. <laughs> So I love cards, but yeah. Give me bingo. That's I don't have to think. Oh, bingo. give me bingo. Oh, bingo <laughs> cannot hold my attention. Like I, know, I start I... dotting other people's stuff, and they're like, "Get out of here!" I'm serious. Like I'm not sure how you can get serious at bingo, but people get serious. Right. But there's got to be something if you look around and you just kind of pay attention to what's going on in the community. Hopefully you can find people. I'm less scared than I used to be about it because it, it's actually really fun to get to know new people. Right. Right. There's it, good people everywhere. There are. Is my really, uh, the, I've found good people everywhere, so I believe they are everywhere. Right. And the good thing about that, too, is it, like you say, is if you're using your children and you're there, like, and the, if somebody volunteers to drop your kids off, because I would, I would drop anybody's kid off. Like, right. I'm that parent. And I'm like, your kid is fine. Like, I'll make sure your kid is fed, bathed, yep. and safe. And so if somebody else were to volunteer that to me and, and kind of met them and you can feel them out, you're like, oh, yeah. You know, there are other good people and there's other people that, have the same interests and values as you do and naturally they're going to become your friend right if they right. have the same values so just getting yourselves involved or your kids involved and then just kind of riding their coattails right yeah yeah i'm not scared anymore maybe i'll list my house for sale 
<laughs> no, I won't. Not go somewhere else? No, I wouldn't do that yet. Not for a while. But that's all the things I think we have today that are scary. So hopefully you found solutions that about. now it's not so daunting if so, you're thinking about putting your house up. Yeah, change in schools. You can always look that up, right? Yep. And then there's that state website. Churches. Yep. So how do you look up churches? I don't know. I mean, I think that's just a word of mouth thing. I do too. You get there, you get there and then ask. And then finding adult friends. So basically you use your children to do that. (laughs) (laughs) An area hangouts, right? And then appraisals. Appraisals can go bad. But that's another topic we can kind of delve into is like when an appraisal goes bad, what do you do? Or if yeah. it happens, that can be like a whole thing we could talk about another time. It's so slowly. out of your control. That's what mm-hmm. I had to just step back from and go, there's nothing I can do about this. Nope. So I hope it just gets resolved and this is what we can do. And I had to just step back. Right. And you do, you just step back and you say, this is where we're at. And then you start working on plan B. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And well, then it, a daycares, the county daycares, right? <laughs> well, if uh, people want to find you, how can they find you the easiest, Joe? Real Estate by Joe online, as always. Hardworking Minnesota farm girl. We sell faster. That's our tagline. So you can always look us up, realestatebyjoe.com, and um, find us on Facebook. All right. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, take care.